Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. UPS is hiring day sort warehouse workers in our Louisville, Kentucky hub. Our warehouses are team settings where everyone truly has each other's backs, and we work together to deliver what matters to customers and communities. We're paying $20 an hour and offer great benefits, including up to $25,000 in tuition assistance. Eligibility begins the day you're hired. Shift your future, shift your team, shift your life. Visit upsjobs.com to apply. That's upsjobs.com. Make the shift, make a difference. Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com. You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Dan and Louie. All right, welcome back in. Final hour of the week here on Issel and Louie, taking you up until noon, fast break Friday. Of course, Paul Rogers, Bobby V, got you at noon. First replay at 3, Sweezy Street will take you to 6 o'clock. Of course, they'll have the mixtape today. I've been told the, uh, the, the Italian whatever is back in the saddle producing today, uh, back from Arkansas from his secret trip to Arkansas that everyone knows about um, uh, here on 680-1057-437-9680, UPS Jobs text line. Second hour of the show, of course, brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental, deltadentalky.com, nationwide network of dentists. Uh, If you need dental coverage at all, go check out our friends over there. And as Dan announced this week, they're going to be hanging out with us throughout 2023, and so we appreciate all the folks over at Delta Dental for doing that. All right, without further ado. Yes. We're going to read some Lamar Jackson tweets, and by we, I mean Dan Issel. Okay. So give me another, so, like, two seconds, because I'm actually, people are emailing me Lamar Jackson tweets oh. that they want you to read. And so I'm adding okay. them to the show sheet as we speak. All right. So um, uh, do, you want, <clears throat> do you want me to start with the tweet from last night? No, no. We're going okay. to read the earlier ones first. Oh, so okay. Go to the very last page of the show sheet. Okay. Tell us. The, I, don't, I don't even know. These aren't words. Well, Dan, just do, do, just, just read the tweet. So what, the one from, there are two from December 18th, okay? Okay, yeah. And these are about Lionel Messi, okay? Fasho, Fasho, he dat four. Okay. How about uh, the other one from December 18th? Messi, that guy for, F-R, far. Messi, that guy far. How about December 15th? I'm going to retweet it to tell him flame on. I'm a retweet it to tell him flame on. Flame, flame on, by the way, is in capital letters. November 26th. I heard you can't whoop them boys in the black forces. I heard you can't whoop them boys in the black forces. How about the next one? The funny bone need... A, not needs, need. <laughs> the funny bone need a new name. I hit my funny bone and and ended up with a red-faced emoji. <laughs> What's the next one? That, <laughs> I apologize, I'm seeing these for the very first time. That's it. What, <laughs> that boy 
would have had to seen me until I retired out the NBA. <laughs> that boy would have had to see me until I retired out the NBA. There's one more. Uh, it's in the vault fascio. What is fascio? That's the second time he's Avery, come fascio. come to the mic. I know what it is. It's, it's, it's basically it's, for sure. For sure. So but it's, it's oh, oh okay and like the fr that's for real <laughs> that was good oh okay yeah, yeah. all right well then that's my mistake for being so stupid texture suggests fascio fascio be that four uh, okay all right all right so uh how about last night uh well first of all i have to say i am entirely wrong because he obviously didn't write this one Fasho, fasho. <laughs> Last night, thank you everyone for your support and concerns regarding my injuries. Uh, now it's plural. He has more than one. I want to give you all an update as I am in the recovery process. Fasho, fasho. No, that's I made that up. I've suffered a PCL grade two sprain on the borderline of a grade three sprain. Oh, now. Now it's not just a grade two, it's on the borderline of a grade three. There are There is still inflammation surrounding my knee, and my knee remains unstable. I'm in good spirits as I continue with treatments on the road to recovery. <laughs> I wish I could be out there with my guys more than anything, but I can't give a 100% of myself to my guys and fans. I'm still hopeful we still have a chance. <laughs> Now, obviously, that's the same person who wrote Messier that guy for. <laughs> I'm a retreat it to tell them flame on. You can't whoop them boys in the black forces. What do we do? <laughs> what do we do? Oh, happy Friday, everybody. Uh, Texter suggesting this is elder abuse. I disagree. I, I disagree. I disagree. Dan could have said, you know what? I'm not reading those Lamar tweets. <laughs> other other textures suggesting this is even better than they thought it was going to be. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, Dan. That was great. Good work. <laughs> I'm glad you haven't. I, I made those as big as I could on the, sc- on the screen, too, so that they were. Yeah. Because I don't know what you're using to, to access. Yeah. I assume you're using your laptop, but um, at least those yeah. would be big enough. Yeah. 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 And. Uh, <laughs> My favorite is I'm a I'm a retreat it to tell him flame on. That's my favorite one. <laughs> oh God, you're gonna kill me! Oh, it's good stuff. Oh man, you sound like the grandpa just trying to fit in with the grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. Oh, well, in what in what context does any does anybody know in what context did this one come from? That boy would have had to see me until oh. I retired out the NBA. What what is that in reference? To? I, I think um, I think it was that might be in reference to the um, to the uh, oh cripes uh, the Draymond Green fight. Oh. Uh, so like I wouldn't have let that happen, or I, I would have I would have made it you know uncomfortable for him until you know I retired I that it. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming down to the text nope. line, Dan, straight fire, fasho, fasho. Um, 
Sweezy's going to pass out when he hears these. <laughs> I'm shocked I haven't got a text yet. Um, man, oh, man. Those are good, Dad. Good job. Thanks. Good job. No, you did a good job. Thanks. Um, I, you know, I try to bring something positive to the show. Everybody. Hey, it's Friday. Have a little feel-good Friday, yeah. right? There you go. Yeah. Full show, full show. <laughs> That's going to be my new tagline. Oh, man. This is Issel and Louie on ESPN 680 105.7. For show, for show. <laughs> Someone's suggesting this should be a weekly segment. Louie just finds random tweet threads and Dan just reads through them. I wonder how many times you can do it before it's not funny anymore. Uh, how, you know what I mean? Like, like good jokes are about timing. They're about um, <laughs> once in a while you just stumble on them like this. But like, how funny could? How many times could you do it and it'd still be funny? I I think we could do that for a couple months and it would still be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I mean, right. Bob still raps like <laughs> yeah. constantly. Yeah, yeah but I, I said funny. I know, but like, oh, oh. depending on which rap I'm kidding, it Bob, is, I'm kidding, it's I'm kidding. quite amusing to listen to. <laughs> we went from robot ums to that. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> the only problem is, where do we go now? We got nothing oh, to top God. that. No, that's all right. We opened the show talking, of course, about the uh, the, the Kyle Tucker sound from Bob's show yesterday um, and the, the mailbag in The Athletic where he buries that Cal has largely raised $30 million from uh, ex-players to build that practice facility that he wants. And Mitch Barnhart has essentially said, no, we're not even going to get into planning phases of that one. Um, and so, so someone asking for this daily. <laughs> I don't know if I can survive do it every day Uh, uh, I just I I, it's amazing how bad that rift is and I do think at some point they're just gonna have to make a decision about the future of the athletics program because it's not that it's just untenable it's not sustainable um no and and Barnhart uh you know he did come out with that 40 minute rant um um when uh, when when he thought it was necessary to stick up for Stoops, but Barnhart is speaking much louder with his actions than his words. Uh, you know, he's not going on. Uh, to my knowledge, he used to go on just about every basketball road trip, and I haven't mm-hmm. seen him. Of course, he could be there, but I haven't seen him sitting behind the bench or anywhere near it on road trips. He chose to go. To I mean, this one speaks volumes yep. as far as I'm concerned. He chose to go to that sorry P, uh, Music City Bowl yep. instead of staying at home to watch, you know, Kentucky take on its biggest rival in basketball. So no, I think I think we all have a pretty good uh, pretty good idea where Barnhart comes down on this. <laughs> sorry, text message. You can't UPS be reading. You have to I, listen to what I say. You can't be reading. You just described Mitch Barnhart going to the Music City Bowl instead of uh, going to the basketball game. Diener made a great point this morning, which was you go to you go to the tip off of the basketball game. You're there for eight to twelve minutes. You 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 duck out. You take a private plane and you go to Nashville. You watch the second half. Like you could go do. You could actually do that. Absolutely, you can actually do that, and there's time to do both. And he chose to. And do there, both. and let me tell you, there'd be 47 people in Lexington. Who would give you their plane to say they yeah. rode with you to <laughs> yeah, do exactly. just that? Yeah. So it's not like yeah. it's not like it, you know, going to cost them a bunch of money to do it, right? Yeah. So no, that's the that was an excellent point as I was driving in. But I, yeah, it's so clear that 
you know, and I was talking with Rummage about it in the back before the show, and he he even said, you know, before that article, I thought there was no way Cal would leave, and that was the first time I ever thought about him leaving. Was where he he was essentially told that his pride and joy, which is getting guys to the NBA, doesn't matter at all to the point that you're not even going to get to do plans for this practice facility. Mm. And and that's where I think the rift is, is that he, look, if he's telling the truth, and I think he is, what he cares about is draft night. He cares about those guys getting the contracts in the NBA. He talks about it all the time. And he knows it's a good recruiting tool, but on top of it, I think he really does believe it. And and so for, for Barnhart, he knows, Barnhart knows precisely what he's doing. And for him to to cut that off, to cut off that stream, to try to disrupt those relationships is an obvious direct personal attack, frankly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. And and but but in Kyle's in Kyle's article, he gives he gives three scenarios. And one is that John retires and takes the ambassador job. And he says that uh, sometime in the past, Calipari said, what man in their right mind would give up a $9 million job to take a $1 million job? Right. And I think we talked about that yesterday. That, that, that is in the contract just to, so they can say it's a lifetime contract. Sure. There's no way that, that Cal is going to be an ambassador at Kentucky <laughs> for $950,000 a year. That, that is, a, I can say with complete confidence, that will never happen. The second one is that he does leave and take another job. Um, but as Kyle pointed out, uh, the most, the, the almost absolute certain outcome is that he's there next year and, oh, coaches, yeah, and coaches those kids. No question. And and even Cal said what I've been saying for a long, long time, and Cal's not going anywhere until Cal decides he's going someplace. Now, is this enough? Is this enough to make him want to pull up stakes and go someplace else? I doubt it. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I, at this point it's a game of chicken, and the two of them think they can outlast the other guy. And that's that is a horrific way to run a work environment. No, no. I mean, question. this is this is so childish. I mean, it's embarrassing that. I mean, and if, if if Tucker was telling you know if it was accurate, and look, you and I talk about this with the Herald Leader, we give them a hard time. But you know, you get fed information by certain people with certain agendas. And if this was fed from the Cal camp, and he was like, "Look, I tried to apologize to Mark Stoops, but Barnhart shut it down." If that's actually true, that's a fireable offense. That's a fireable for, offense. For because, Mitch. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. It is a totally fireable offense. Because, frankly, you, those two coaches – I mean, if you if you look at other programs, I mean, and, and I and the, the one that I follow the most because I went there is Michigan State, Izzo's on the sideline for football games. He does interviews on ESPN and stuff when they're, when they're playing because he knows it's a great recruiting tool. Yeah. This, if you come to play here in September, you can go to – you know, you can go tailgate and hang out with a bunch of co-eds at football games. He knows it's a great recruiting tool. And and to not even I mean, to not even have the cohesiveness and the in the in the, the right frame of mind to be an adult and say, Yeah, you know what, let's have a meeting, the three of us, let's go get coffee, you know, I'll see you at my office at ten thirty. To not even do that is is it's embarrassing, and that's a fireable offense in my opinion. Well, we'll see. I don't know uh 
I, I think I think Barnhart is in pretty solid with the president. I, don't I agree. Know about, I don't know about the board, but he seems to be very uh, – is it Capaluto? Is that the president? Capaluto, yep. Hey, speaking of that, okay. I, I was reading the other thing you have on the show sheet here is uh, that uh, Kevin Warren has left uh, the yep. Big Ten. There was one line in that story that amazed me. <laughs> he has been the Big Ten commissioner. Did you see this? He's been the Big Ten commissioner for 30 months. Yeah. Okay, that's two, two and a half years. Sure. Do you know how many of the 14 Big Ten presidents have changed in the last 30 months? It's, it's a lot. Michigan State's getting a new one. Twelve. Yeah. Twelve out of fourteen presidents have changed in the Big Ten in the last thirty months. I that stat blew me away. Yeah, there was a huge turnover that happened in the conference. Yeah, I remember that. Well, That's and, amazing. and yeah, the, uh, the 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 newest one at Michigan State is is resigning because he had a a, a problem with the board, and the board is a in Michigan is is elected um, uh, on a statewide election basis, and so everybody votes for the boards of the respective universities, and so. Uh, yeah, he just uh, he couldn't get what he wanted. Well, I I think the board at UK is appointed by the governor, is it not? That one I don't know. I know at UNL well, sure, that pretty he, sure. he can he can make those actions. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure the governor appoints the board. Yeah. I might be wrong, texters, but um, <laughs> but no, I after the he, I, I don't think either one of them are going any place anytime soon. Well, I mean, Mitch is 63. He'll turn 64 this year. I mean, he's not he's not young, but he's certainly not 70. Right or seventy-five or something. It's not like he's in a spot where he needs to go start doing sports talk radio or something. Um, you know, hey, hey, what? I do it because I love it. Barnhart and Louie in the mornings. It's gonna be great. Um, yeah, I bet those. I bet those <laughs> ratings would go through the roof. <laughs> He'd be like, "Well, we're not talking about that." <laughs> well, what do you think about the second? Well, we're not talking about that. What do you mean you have a horse racing happy hour podcast? I, drinking's bad. You were drinking on a podcast? You, you were drinking last night. That's it. I'm done with That's this right. show. <laughs> That's right. You can't drink. You can't drink. You can't drink. Oh, unless you give me a bunch of money That's to right. sit in a suite. Louis, I then go, then go ahead. You haven't, then li- go you, ahead. you haven't lined my pockets enough, Louie. Uh, That's you right. You can't drink. That's right. <laughs> give me a piece of that uh, podcast and you can drink anything you want. So you know what's you know, we talk about coaching trees. I think the most interesting thing about Mitch Barnhart is that he has an AD tree. Mm. So the um, the athletic directors um, of the following schools all worked under him. Obviously, Dwayne Peavy at DePaul. Right. John Cohen at Auburn. Scott Strickland at Florida. Rob Mullins at Oregon. Mark Coyle in Minnesota. And Greg Byrne at Alabama. And then Kevin Saul at Wichita State. How about that? That's... That's pretty remarkable. That's like half yeah, the SEC, is. man. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a pretty good. Uh, he must have uh, must have been doing something right. But this this stuff the is. the athletic director at Alabama worked for Mitch, according to um, yeah, according to Wikipedia. Yes. Hmm. There you go. Hmm. <laughs> he hired Nate Oates. We like that guy. Let's uh, let's get him in here. Let's get Greg Byrne in here. <laughs> He also worked at Oregon State. So I don't know that. Yeah, yeah. He was that, a, a Kentucky Associate AD from 2002 to 2005. Moved on, took the Mississippi State job. Was the AD at Arizona? Is now the present uh, the uh, Alabama athletic director. Easy for me to say. So, <laughs> Barnhart on radio. Click. 
Barnhart and Louie in the morning. We're not talking about that on six eighty one oh five. No, I think we ought to try to get. I think we ought to try to get that done. <laughs> do you have his number? Uh, I do not. Okay, all right. I never uh, know. Wait a, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, <laughs> we should. This uh, should be a game. Actually, this should be a segment. Is this person in Dan's phone? And okay. just kind of pick oh. random people because, like, you got like Dr. J's number, right? And yeah. we we let the <laughs> listeners guess. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I have uh, Avery Dill is in here. <laughs> Who am I looking for? Barnhart. Barnhart. I have Avery Dill in here. <laughs> I would that hope was, you have me in your phone. That was uh, that was the first one that uh, that popped up. Uh, <laughs> oh God, what a life you lead! <laughs> oh, I got one. I got one. Sh- should I put it out? You're going to tweet out Mitch Barnhart's number. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, this show would explode. <laughs> I do. I do have a. I, I do have a uh, mobile phone number for Mr. Barnhart. <laughs> Your first tweet since Kentucky's a basketball school <laughs> five months ago would be would be Mitch Barnhart's phone over. Coming up on Barnhart and Louie from the texture is Kentucky a basketball school coming up after the break. Oh, man. That's great. What are the other fictional things that I would talk about with Mitch Barnhart? Oh, man. What a stupid show that would be. It's a great idea, though. Just no, sitting I here. think it is. Yeah. I'll, hey, listen. His wife is in the producer's it. room watching us. It, it, if you can get that done, I'll step aside. <laughs> She's just I'll step aside. I'm sorry, Mother. I didn't mean to, mean to do that. Um, <laughs> did you see any of the Oscar Combs stuff about Cal? Uh, I did not. Have you been informed about it? I have not. Okay. Because Texas asking about it wants to know if you had an opinion about it. So I'm going to pull it, uh, those tweets up on um, Twitter. Um, oh, uh, he's tweeted out some stuff on Cal? Yes. Okay. So, um, well, if you send them to me, I'm going to retweet it too. For sure, for sure. Tell him flame on. <laughs> <laughs> what does uh, flame on mean, Avery? <laughs> Honestly, I that's the first time I've heard it, but like I'm I'm going to say like like it's fire like it's cool like yeah keep doing what you're doing keep on keeping on yeah got it yeah all right so final score alabama 78 kentucky 52 this is from oscar combs at wildcat news like he needs any more followers what can i say that's appropriate this is not uk basketball don't give me uk standard quote this is not acceptable phrase that brings no positive results time for the man in charge president eli capilouto to address this situation to BBM. Mm. And so um, he, he invoked the name of Eli Capilouto. So there you go. Um, do you have a reaction to that at all? And mm. do you think he's more going after Cal or he's going after the athletic director? Uh, I, I would say that he's going after the athletic director mm. because if he was going out after Cal, why wouldn't he, why wouldn't he invoke the name of Barnhart? So if he's going to Capilouto, it, it's Barnhart who theoretically works for Capilouto right. and Cal who theoretically, underlined in quotation marks, uh, works for Barnhart. And so if he was going after Cal, I think it, he would call out Barnhart, not Capilouto. Okay, there you go. All right. Well, uh, we'll go to break here. I'll come back. We'll do Picks Without Pat and uh, talk a little bit of uh, – 
well, horse races this weekend. Um, maybe we won't get to that culture item. Maybe it becomes our, our white whale. Um, but a reminder to uh, Kentucky basketball playing tomorrow at noon. So around 2, 2.30, you'll get that Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post-game show. Jason Entz, James Streetel. Uh, they'll have if you uh, calls, text. Hear from John Calipari. Again, around 2, 2.30, something like that here on 680-1057 and on the app. Um, I, I think the numbers, the ratings have been very good for that show lately, Dan, because all of us tune in when it doesn't go very well for the guys. So. Um, <laughs> and by the way, I'm going to have to tape the Kentucky game tomorrow. Oh, okay. Thank you so for telling don't, me. So don't, yes, text me. so don't text me during the game. I appreciate I have to go. I have to go watch that scoring machine that is Henry Issel at <laughs> – at 10 o'clock. So. <laughs> and Henry Essel is out here working fools. All right. Uh, Picks Without Pat, we do it next. Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Dan and Louis. And welcome back to the final segment of this week. And, of course, this hour of the show is brought to you by Delta Dental of Kentucky. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for your employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer Delta Vision a comprehensive vision plan through VSP. Enrolling in a dental or vision plan is easy. You can call them at 1-800-955-2030, or you can always visit them online at ky.deltadental.com. And now it's time for Picks Without Pat. On Fridays, we talk football. Oh, football Friday. And some might even call us experts let's go pee <laughs> so let's do the damn thing let's go yeah, yeah. yeah. all yeah. right we're let's do it brother here's picks with pat presented by chef's cut pizza oh we miss him so one patrick ice doing the nascar thing a reminder nfl on espn louisville we got all the games start about 6 30 tomorrow night uh 49er seahawks jags and chargers and then on sunday um, I mean, if you're driving around at all this weekend and want to catch the games, make sure that you tune in for that. Leave that music up. What you doing? Leave that music up. What are you, what you doing? What are we doing? I'm trying to have civilization here. What you doing? I already clicked the button. It's done. <laughs> <sighs> you know, if I want to be bossed around by a woman, I'll just go home. I don't need it. I don't need it here, too. I mean, what are we doing? You need some sass here. <laughs> Avery, if we're going to get Mitch Barnhart to take my place, you've got to step up your game, man. Come on. What are you doing? Oh, picks with Mitch. Well, I'm against game gambling, um, so I refuse to uh, take part in this segment. Um, <laughs> Barnhart and Louie. Oh, man. All right. First game, of course, Seattle at San Francisco. The two teams have met twice uh, this year, of course, being in the same division. San Francisco winning both of them, uh, the first by eight in Seattle and then by uh, I'm trying to remember, it was by a lot. Uh, it was eight by eight in Seattle, and I think uh, at home they won by about twenty. This huge line here, Dan nine 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 and a half points, um, and two thirds of the money coming in on San Francisco. Um, what do you say here, Dan? Yeah, well, the first thing I want to say is to all the listeners: write these selections down carefully. Go the opposite direction, and you'll make a lot of money this weekend. Um, I'm going a nine is a lot in an NFL game, but I'm still going with the 49ers. I think right now 
the 49ers might be playing the best football in the entire NFL. Their defense is lights out, and uh, the offense has so many weapons. Uh, This uh, Purdy kid, I mean, his story is just unbelievable. That he's the last Mr. Irrelevant, the last player picked in the draft, and he comes in and he's undefeated so far. I think that might not speak to his ability as much as it speaks uh, to uh, the coach and his brilliance. Uh, I think uh, Shanahan is is uh, Kyle Shanahan might be the best coach in the NFL right now. Whoa. So. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to give I'm going to give the nine points and take the 49ers. Somewhere Mike Gandolfo is smiling. Um, you know, it's interesting with Purdy that you would think they would be grinding games out. <laughs> they scored 37, 37, and 38 points their last three games. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're 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 rolling right now. I'm with you. And so, um, oh, nine is so many points, man. That's so many points. I'll take the points. I'll, I'll, You're I'll, taking the Seahawks. I'll say I'll take Seahawks plus nine. Okay. I, I just that's so many freaking points. All right. Next game, uh, of course, is uh, tomorrow night on our air on all stations at eight o'clock. Chargers Jaguars um, game out in San Diego. Matchup of two very good young quarterbacks. Um, it's nice to see Trevor Lawrence in a system that actually works for him. Uh, what uh, what says Dan Issel here? It's a uh, small two and a half point spread. Uh, for uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to pick uh, even though. Or the games in Jacksonville? Excuse me. What am I saying? Yeah, what are sorry. you talking I'm sorry. about? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're the they're the division leader. And what uh, what's the spread? Two and a half. Uh, yeah, it's two and a half now. I'm also seeing one and a half. So let's go with two for uh, the Chargers. All right, for two. I I'm going. Uh, the matchup predictor has has Jacksonville at sixty one percent, and I agree with that. I mm-hmm. think that uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence, the last, I mean, started out like he played last year, but the last half of the season. Uh, he's been terrific, uh, 40, 25 touchdowns and only eight interceptions. And as I said yesterday, I watched a lot of the – now I know the game didn't count and you get in trouble with this, but I watched a lot of the Bronco-Charger game last week, and Russell Wilson had a great day throwing the football. So I can't imagine what Trevor Lawrence uh, is going to do. I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take the Jaguars and give the two points. Okay. Um, oh. This is such a small spread. Um, I, I think the Chargers are probably the better team, um, and I mean they they destroyed the Rams, and you know. But both of these teams, it's interesting coming in, have played bums the last three weeks, you know, and so it's hard to kind of measure um, where, where they are as far as their their trajectory on the season. I'll go ahead and agree with you that uh, the the Jaguars get it done, and I'll just use home field as the reason um, that they do that. So give me the two points as well um, down there. In Jacksonville. Um, then on Sunday, uh, the early game is Bills-Dolphins, that game in Buffalo. And so it will probably be, I don't know, 12 degrees out. And, of course, they bring the team from South Florida up. And so uh, Matchup Predictor has this game 96% essentially to the Bills. And um, do you love that picture of their the, the Dolphins coach? Doesn't he look like a computer programmer? Yeah, he looks like, I said this before, he looks like a, a junior high science teacher. <laughs> That's pretty good, too. Um, <laughs> huge spread because Tua is not playing 13-and-a-half, Dan. Um, uh, even with Tua not playing, is 13-and-a-half too much? Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, they, they, and, and Bridgewater, 
you know, he's got that dislocated pinky. Oh, yeah. And so he's been out for a month. Uh, I remember one time I dislocated my little finger, and the trainer popped it in, and I went back out on the floor. We took an injury timeout. They popped it back in, and I went back out on the floor. And and Teddy uh, has a, a dislocated pinky and hadn't played in a month. Um, so they're, they're down to their third-string quarterback. And I'm going to make a little prediction here. Uh, you know who's going to be sitting – in the owner's box in Buffalo. Ooh. Uh, on the Buffalo side? Uh, in, the, in the Buffalo Bills owner's box. DeMar, Do you know who's going to be sitting there? DeMar Hamlin. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the, uh, Miami has no shot. Give me the Bills and I'll give you two touchdowns. <sighs> That's so many points. Plus, they're not going to get that fake run back at the beginning of the game to you know to vault them to higher scores, Dan. I I'll tell you what I I would <laughs> I would hate to go through life with the attitude that you have. Everybody cheats. Everybody. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I agree yeah. with you. Buffalo's going to. Yeah, we we agree. All right, next game. Okay. <laughs> There's just too much. I mean, they they legitimately have something to play for, right? I mean, that's. On top of trying to get to the Super Bowl, they actually have someone to play for. So I think it's yeah. uh, a little too much for the Southern Florida guys to overcome. Giants at the Vikings. Um, this one actually should be a pretty competitive game. Man, I, I don't know how much fool's gold either of these teams are, frankly. Um, Giants started really hot, of course. Kind of cooled off down the stretch. Uh, the Vikings are, um, I mean, their, their quarterback is freaking Kirk Cousins. And he was very good in college, but I mean, I, I don't understand how he's piloting a team that's 13 and four. But hey, they went eight and one in that building this year. Giants yep. did have a, an even record on the road, four and four. Um, the spread here, Dan, three, uh, which means they think this is a toss up game, except that Minnesota's at home. What say you? Exactly. Yep. What says so Dan? Where, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to take the Giants here. I like the three points, and so I'm going to take the Giants and see if I can't get um, some value on the plus three there. Yeah. I, I think this will be, uh, on the NFC, I, I think this will be the most competitive game of the weekend, and I could care less. <laughs> I know, I Because <laughs> both, both, of these, both of these teams are limping to the finish line, and, and whoever wins has no shot to win next week. And so um, because I have to make a pick, uh, I'll um, – because it's indoors, mm. and the Vikings have been really good at home, I guess I'll take the Vikings and give the three points. I'm being, I'm being lambasted on the text line by one individual texter um, who, who doesn't want me to be a Kirk Cousins doubter. I have to say that Kirk Cousins, you like that in the hallway um, as, a, as a gif, is one of my favorite things to send people. Um, like, hey, thanks for this, and I'm like, you like that. Um, <laughs> so, um, no, no, when he was at college, he was great. I mean, at, at Michigan State and all that and everything else. It's just, and, and this person asked me not to listen to national talking heads. It's not that at all. It's just there's something about how he plays that just doesn't look like he should be winning 13 out of 17 games. Right. And that's right. it's just visual. It's not personal, I promise. Um, but if they won, I wouldn't be surprised at all. But three points is three points, so I'll take it. Um, Ravens-Bengals, Dan's team here. Uh, yep. the, the Bengales hosting the Lamarless Ravens. 
If you missed it, go back to the Podcast Center. Dan did a very nice job eloquently reading Lamar Jackson tweets, so you can go back and listen there. Um, at the for show, sure, for show. Sure. <laughs> top of the 11 o'clock hour. Uh, Cincinnati, <laughs> a 9.5-point favorite here. Matchup predictor says 78% of the time they win this game. Dan, I'm convinced that Cincinnati's playing as well as anyone in the AFC right now. Yeah, I, I agree. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm betting this one with my heart, but uh, I think I saw the Ravens without Lamar averaging like 12 points. And I guarantee you the Bengals get more than 20. Uh, so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Bengals and giving the nine and a half. 11-point uh, game. They just played this last week, of course. And um, both teams had something to play for. Um, and so, in, in my mind, uh, that's a good indicator of how this game is likely to go again. They're actually going to get some decent weather up there, uh, probably in the early uh, low 40s. Uh, this weekend around here. And so um, I, I do think uh, I agree with you that Cincinnati, even though, God, the number's so big. Uh, nine and a half, we'll both take Cincy uh, minus nine and a half. And, of course, uh, that game will be here on our air as well. That is the night game tomorrow night. Um, and then on Monday, um, which I assume we will have as well, Cowboys-Bucks, kind of the, the flash game. You get Brady and you get the Cowboys um, at the end of the week, um, and they, they certainly know what they're doing here. That game is in Tampa Bay, remember, because Dallas finished second in the NFC East. Dallas only a two-and-a-half-point favorite, Dan. Are you surprised by that number? Uh, no. Because they, uh, the Cowboys spit the bit more than any team in the National Football League. They are, they are the Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> of, of the NFL. We're, everybody wants to talk about the Cowboys, and, and they wind up stinking every year in the playoffs. But I want to pick the Buccaneers so bad in this game. But I, even, even it, with the Cowboys, I, I don't see how... I don't see how Tampa Bay wins this game. So I'll take Dallas and uh, and give the two and a half. The eight and nine Buccaneers are hosting the 12 and five Cowboys. How about that? Um, I think the Bucs are eight and nine for a reason. Uh, so I will take the Cowboys minus two and a half as well. Right. So there you go. Dan and I are the same on every game except for I think Seattle covers the huge number out in San Francisco. Right. Um, for no reason. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, um we're both on Cowboys, both. Okay, cool. All right, if those, which means if I agree with you, yeah, fade me this week too, folks, because um, I'm agreeing with Dan Essel. So there you go. Um, <laughs> all right. Do you go the do... opposite way, people. <laughs> Run away. All right, let's do some predictions on these uh, basketball games as well. Um, have we seen any lines yet on these games? No. I mean, I know we have the matchup predictor, but. Yeah, that's what I try to use when we're, you know, a day away from these games. Um I, I doubt that we're going to have a line today. I can go look for like an offshore book kind of. Well, I, I saw something I, I brought up the other day. I saw something early on one of these ping pong things, right. uh, net things that had had Tennessee at eighteen. So why don't we go? Why don't we go with that one? Okay, I was just going to pull up Sagarin too, just to see what they think. Is oh, okay, the, all right. The yeah. actual number here. So Tennessee is okay. ninety two, sixty nine, ninety two, sixty nine, and Kentucky. Who the hell knows? In the fifty-third spot is eighty-two seventy-five. So they think it's about a thirteen-point game. Okay. Um, so let's use if you had it at eighteen and this has it at well thirteen. Let's use fifteen. Okay, great. What do you fifteen? How would you do that? Tennessee Lane fifteen. Uh, I've learned my lesson. I've learned my lesson. I'm taking the balls. All right. So Kentucky's going to win 15. on Saturday. Um, the um, uh, I'm kidding, Dan. The um, 
Man, their schedule rank, Kentucky's – I mean, their schedule rank is 113th in Sagarin, and they're still 10-6. and six. Um, Yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think Tennessee smells blood, and I think this is an opportunity for them, like Alabama last week, to have the National Showcase game and – Take it to tennis. Take it to Kentucky. yeah, you know, and and Rick Barnes. I mean, we talk about Musselman and Oates and and all these all these great coaches in the SEC. In a, don't sleep on Rick Barnes. Mm-hmm. He's as good as any of them. Oh, okay, all right. Um, so we disagree on that. Uh, I th- would much. Re- we- I would much rather have Nate Oates as my head coach than Rick Barnes right now. Oh um, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, I'd okay. rather have I'd rather have Nate Oates than any of them. Okay, but fair, fair. but he's. You know, I mean, he's uh, – never mind. I'm going <laughs> to say something that gets me in trouble. Uh, North Carolina comes to the Yum Center. Um, in their last five games, they are 3-2, and two, including a win at home against Michigan, a loss at Pitt, but everybody does that this year. They beat Wake at home and Notre Dame at home. They went to Virginia and lost by seven last time, out losing Armando Baycott in the process. I have not seen an update that indicates that he's going to play tonight. The um, way he the way he went down and rolled over, yeah, I'd be surprised if he plays. Yeah, and so uh, Louisville at home um, is uh, two and eight this year. Uh, the bright spots on the schedule, of course, Western Kentucky and FAMU um, should have their full complement of players. Uh, Dan, let me uh, Sagarin up this prediction. North Carolina is eighty five seventy nine, and then Louisville is not eighty five seventy nine. Is 69, 91. Oh boy. Um, so this is about a, well, actually not that bad. So if it's 82, um, they, th- they think it's only about an 11 point game on Saturday. Mm, okay. what, what says Danish? Let's make it 12. Let's make it UNC minus 12. 12, o'clock, uh, 12 points. Yep. With no I'm, taking, I'm taking the cards to cover. <laughs> I love it. Um, I think Dontrez Styles and Puff Johnson, the greatest duo of names currently going in college basketball, are going to come in here and uh, and, and do what they do. So uh, I will take uh, North Carolina to cover. Until- what was I'm writing this stuff down. What was that number again? Twelve. Twelve. We're just okay. using twelve. We just made up a number. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking the cards and getting twelve. There you go. I was I was really encouraged by the second half at Clemson. <laughs> You're so nice the day after the games, and then by the time we get a, a little bit further away from the games, you're like, "Yeah, they stink. They stink a lot." You know, <laughs> well, they all stink. I know that's all bad. That's what makes this. That's what makes this job so much fun. <laughs> they all stink. Oh man! And by the way, we do want to thank our friends at Barino's Pizza, George, bringing by uh, uh, lunch to the ESPN studios, and that is the, of course, Barino's by the Bridge across from the KFC Yum Center. Your spot for before and after all those games and concerts. At the Yum Center, seventy or excuse me, forty-five years of Louisville-style pizza, carryout, dine-in, or delivery. Fourteen area locations in Metro Louisville and Southern Indiana. Yeah, it's that good. Bear Nose Pizza. I'm sure uh, we'll be uh, getting into that. Watch your fingers. Nick Valdano's around. Um, might a uh, little chomp, chomp. Uh, we uh, you were on the hot, on the uh, happy hour with me last night, and we had the. Um, I mean, as much as you were actually like participating in the happy hour which is very limited um we both had the same i thought i thought i was excellent (laughs) i thought i thought i saved that podcast last night really that's probably true um (laughs) uh, we both have the same single at turfway tomorrow if you're playing the late sequence in uh race seven uh which is their feature the likely exchange um i i kind of like this by the way they're they're running at least one listed stakes every saturday dan 
Yep. And, and so you get yep. some really good horses, $125,000 purse and that kind of thing. So it's been a nice addition to the, uh, the Turfway Winter uh, package. We both landed on the six Kate's Kingdom as our single there um, for trainer uh, William Weldon, Weldon, who you had nice things to say about last night. Well, you, got, you have to be rooting for this kid. I mean, he, uh, his father's Elliot Walden, of course, the president and CEO of Windstar. And uh, William has had his personal battles uh, was in a rehab center for an entire year yep. in Lexington. I can't imagine what that's like. And uh, and all of the guys that work in his shed row uh, are recovering either, uh, you know, uh, to alcohol or drugs or something. And it's just a great story. And, and the support that he's gotten from TaylorMade Farm they're the ones, this horse that he's running tomorrow, that will probably win by open lengths. Uh, a partnership put together by TaylorMade uh, bought this filly for 400000 uh, in November and kept her in training. And yesterday, Louie, at the Keeneland sale, um, the same partnership bought another horse uh, for 200000 that is going to go to uh, to William Shedrow. So, Jeez. and he's winning. It's not, it's not just a, you know right. a sympathy. He's winning at over twenty percent. So he's he's doing a great job. So it's it's a terrific story. So there you go. That was our single, and then we were looking. Um, it's that season, folks. Um, we're getting into the twenty point races for the Oaks and for the Derby. First one is this weekend at Aqueduct. It is the Busanda for Phillies that are three years old, of course, going two turns over the mile in an eighth course on the dirt there at Aqueduct. I just saw a picture of the course today, and it is sloppy, so it'll be interesting to see what the conditions are tomorrow. Dan and I talked about a couple of horses. Um, Dan landed on the two-horse Occult out of the Chad Brown barn, um, and you made the point that in, in some years, Brown has been known to leave a good horse in New York. Yeah. Or two. Yeah. And, and this might be his er, Early voting that yep. won the Preakness last year. He spent the winter in New York. I think cloud computing also spent the winter. What are you laughing at? Text line. <laughs> I have other people in my life, Dan. No, he's, he's, I, it's, it's fun. I, we have a great text line. We have a great number of people. We probably have about 30 people that text in every day. The same 30? Yeah. No, well, we get new people too, but it's it's like right. We have a group of yeah, we have a, like a two dozen, three dozen kind of group. Yeah, that's great. It is great. Uh, you landed on a cult there uh, for Chad yep. Brown, Dylan Davis. I landed on affirmative lady, who's actually a maiden. Uh, lost the demoiselle by a neck last time out under Johnny Velasquez. Picks up Manny Franco on the irons from Grand Motion, uh, and uh, I just uh, I think a lot of that's just a jockey pick for me. I really like Manny Franco at Aqueduct. Uh, there are some other interesting. Horses in that race, but you and I both disappointed by the five-horse field in that one. Uh, makes that late sequence much less playable, and it's one of the reasons you know people laugh at me about Turfway Park until they realize you know the small field in that late sequence is, is eleven horses. <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> so, just makes it a little bit. Well, better. you know, you I, I've said this before. The owners, when you look at the pots at Turfway, and I know I know the trainers love to go to the fairgrounds. And, and to the Gulf Stream and play golf every afternoon <laughs> and enjoy the fine weather. But I think because of the owner's pressure, you're going to see more and more trainers, you know, at least keeping a string at home because these, yeah. uh, these purses are really nice for winter racing at Turfway Park. And that's why you, 
you know, the, that's why you get the full fields, and it's the spiral going up, Louie. You have full fields, you have more people wagering, you have more people wagering, you get bigger pots, and you get bigger pots, and you have fuller fields. So uh, yep. g- good for Turfway, and, of course, they're owned by Churchill Downs, so that's uh, that's great. There you go. Um, yeah, so uh, lots of uh, racing action there, and like I mentioned, Busanda is the first 20-pointer for the uh, Kentucky Oaks, so it will be time. Very soon for me to start having my Kentucky Oaks and Kentucky Derby top tens uh, circulating and all those things. So excited to get those going as well um, as we get into man, Derby prep season already. Dan feels like we just had the Breeders' Cup. So yeah one one of the reasons <laughs> one of the races I'm really looking forward to is an allowance race uh, tomorrow at Oaklawn Park. Uh, uh, Brad Cox is starting one of his top three year olds. Uh, ver- verify it's it's a it's a, a justify. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, Colt yep. uh, in an allowance race, and and so uh, uh, Brad's got eight or nine in Derby prospects right now. So I'm is that at Fairgrounds that. or at Oakland? What'd you say? No, it's at Oakland. Oakland, okay. It's at Oakland. Yeah, right, yeah. Well, yeah. When's the last time you were in Hot Springs? Uh, well, my sister actually lives there. No kidding. No, my sister and her husband How have re- uh, they retired years ago. Uh, to uh, Hot Springs Village, hmm. which is uh, right, right. Uh, it's half an hour from Oakland. Well, there you go. So I've I've frequented that place. <laughs> well, I hear the music, Louie. Oh, that means uh, we have come to the end of another uh, broadcast week. Uh, again, this is Issel and Louie on ESPN 680-105.7. We really do appreciate you listening. Uh, and um, we'll be back again Monday. Well, one of us will be back again Monday morning. Tune in to see if Mitch Barnhart is sitting in, in this seat. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll be working on that feverishly o- over the weekend. Uh, this has been Isla and Louie. For show, sure, for show. Sure. Have a great weekend, everybody. Tired of eating the same homemade meals over and over again? Want to switch it up? LocallyOwnedDelivery.com safely brings the restaurants to you. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they'll bring it to you. Delivery.com delivers some of the finest restaurants in Metro Louisville. Miss going out to eat but still want to support your favorite restaurants? Delivery.com has got you covered. Use promo code ORDERNOW for $10 off your next order. Sit back, relax, your meal's on its way. Delivery.com. We bring the restaurants to you. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com.